stories from around the corner. And around the country. You're listening to All the Best. Proudly supported by the Art Gallery of New South Wales. You're listening to All the Best from FBI Radio 94.5. I'm Madhura Prakash. Before we get into this week's stories, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge that I'm recording from stolen Gadigal land and pay my respect to Gadigal elders past and present. And also recognize that the area where FBI Radio is situated, Redfern, has long been a place of storytelling, strength, resistance and resilience for First Nations communities. This week, we're bringing you readings from Story Factory's inaugural literary journal, Platform. Story Factory is a not-for-profit creative writing centre that engages hundreds of young people in under-resourced communities across Sydney and New South Wales every year. So tonight at Story Factory in Parramatta, we are launching a new journal for young creators between the ages of about 18 and 25. That journal is called Platform, and this is issue one. Um, the Platform journal comes out of a project that we've been running at the Story Factory called The Creative Circle, which is a new project for Story Factory alumni and other interested people who are 18 years and over, uh, where we have guest artists come in who speak to the young people, kind of chat about their process, share their art, and then after those sessions, the audience, the participants in the program, go away and they write pieces that are kind of responding to the themes and ideas of the guest artists. And those are the pieces that are included in Platform tonight. Story Factory is a not-for-profit creative writing organisation based in Parramatta and Redfern. And we run literally hundreds and hundreds of workshops across the year with young people from primary school, high school, and now students who are over 18 years of age. In this episode, you'll hear an eclectic mix of prose and poetry, from love song mashups to tender reflections on personal identity, from tales of the sparkling vista of Rio de Janeiro to the buzzing LED lights of nightclub bathrooms. The readings took place in the Story Factory Parramatta offices to a live audience. So you'll hear some background noise as the crowd shows their appreciation. First up, you'll hear readings from Antoinette Liu, Hayden Field, Christos Floratos and Amina Mustafa. You can think of this poem as like a preface, even though it sort of happens at the end of life. Um, so this one's called Dinner Talk. And it starts with um, a poem by Lucille Clifton. Um, and it starts, May you open your eyes to water, water waving forever. And may you in your innocence sail through this to that. And Auntie Belle continued, It was my turn to stay with him. She slept in a chair next to his ivy stand, a jacket strung across her chest. At this hour, his grandchildren had left the air hockey table in the rehab lobby. Gong woke with a tide rippling from his eyes and said, it's breakfast time, can you make me congee? Auntie Belle shifted. She gently mumbled, bah, it's 2 a.m. 
get to sleep, then I can make kanji for us in the morning. I said, oh, okay, gong. And with the blessing from his daughter, he slept. But not before venerating a staple dish as a dying wish because the boat was coming again. And this time, he would be able to turn from a home that wasn't burning. I wish I could hold you in my hands and show the wrinkles of the water that scarred me. In this cave we found from a dying earth a deep rising with each hot breath. It is us against the stalagmites. Let me breathe water so you can breathe air. My bones are being strangled by the grief, by, by the deep, biting cold limbs dead by grief, sloshing aimlessly to keep us above water. Swallowing salt and screams and God knows what, but persisting, I will if God won't take care of you. To push the lines of ethereal being, to swim towards a descending sky, to keep burning with passion, to do this is to be a broken man. And my punctured lungs are struggling, our pain foretold in rebellious acts, only to mutter God's wrath and mutter, please save her so that you can float to the surface. May my last dying breath take you to safety as I watch hope consume the abyss I was consumed by, the bitter cold disguised as the deep. So I actually have two poems to read. So Body of Water. Tears swell rogue at the thought. Which one? Well, whichever challenges the perfection of stillness. And when that water dam breaks, it dam breaks. Like the water, I'm only still, fleetingly. Every sound, flow, toss, cascades me into a million rifts. Each ripple, a never ceasing current, and I can't escape my body. This lake is prodded by every adult, child, and next of kin who dare toss me bread. Mutt farm animals romance atop my dead waters, and thereafter, I am just a lake shimmering. Polluted by muck, I can't wash out, and I know I am never to be still again. Destined to forever doubt my wholeness. A body of water waiting to feel the joy of an ocean. Abundant in rogue waves, swells in undercurrents. But a beauty so majestic and expansive with the Atlantis of tragedies below the surface and the most imperturbable of islands nestling atop the sea foam. A body of waters onlookers would be in awe of. Its beauty, some of river deltas, upset and possibility, always flowing into some greater basin. Even if I were the ocean, I wouldn't be able to deny that each tide told a different story of how I could be whole in my majesty. And this poem's called Kookaburras and That. Sometimes I forget about her, corrupting cocoon as it spins me awake. Queen arachnid crawls through my drums, rule over me in the dead of night. While birds slumber, she bangs on the canals, wind whistling between narrow walls. She, a radio longing for its lost frequency, river desperate for its connecting sea. 
erect my spine at night, make me wonder, what ways could I stop her? I thought I'd have her soot forever, her webs like disingenuous harps untuned, only last a couple of hours at a time. Yet her venom persists, I drag my face down until I resemble cobwebs. She keeps me prisoner, sedates me in her bedrock spinner, decrees I must muffle out the world. In my solitude, when my mind misses her company, the ringing comes back. I already forget what insect she was, and I forget how to pronounce her true name, Tin Tin It It Us. But I know what she sounds like. By morning, that jester is gone into birdsong, kookaburras and that. Perhaps those birds ate her up, and that's why they sing, the spike crawling up their throat. The bird's calls drown her out. Her fangs mark me, and I must clean the cobwebs, but she has no power after I've risen. She, a roach that, like a child, I'm still fearful of, but no matter what insect she is, she's only the foreground, never more than a few meters away, still, insectoid, a fading lifespan. This is my poem, Let Me Be. Just let me be. Let me dance under great clouds. Let me skip meals and misappointments. Let me complain about all the perfect little things. Let me figure this out. Let me do it alone. Just let me be. What I crave is a sense of solace in this loneliness. I don't want loneliness to feel so lonely. I don't want to feel being left by myself. I don't want to feel lifeless as a speck of dust in the wind. Know that I am an anchor, and wherever I am left, I'm strong and steady, no matter where I am. I want to feel okay in the silence. I want to be okay with myself. Just let me be. Leave me be in myself. I will find solace in the great clouds and empty plates, and with no expectations, out of, out of the perfect little things. In solace, I will figure it all out, eventually. Eventually, I will find it, find everything I ever wanted. So let me just be for now. <laughs> that was Antoinette, Hayden, Christos, and Amina. Now, I love reading poetry, but getting to hear the bare emotion in the voice of a poet when they read their piece makes live poetry reading a truly moving experience. This week, we're playing authors reading their poetry and prose from Story Factory's new journal, Platform. Story Factory primarily works with aspiring creatives in school programs, but they also engage artists at the beginning of their careers. The next three readers were already practicing poets before coming into Story Factory's program. Sarah Gudin, Isra Mari, and Annabella Liu. Love songs are my favorite, and lately they've been hitting too hard. They make me feel seen and really speak to my heart. Now, I don't want you to get it twisted, so let me speak to you with these song lyrics. This is my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I'm gonna tell it all. So let me explain how much you were on my mind. 
My thoughts keep running back to you. I'm foolish, but it's true. You're on replay and I can't get enough. You're the best part of every day. My sunshine after the rain. I wouldn't have it any other way. I see a glimpse of us in every love story I know because everything I feel is something real. I'm sprung, doing things I'd never do, just so you can let me love you. So can we talk, even if it is just for a minute, because every moment you are not mine isn't one worth living. Thank you. So I didn't really write this poem to dedicate it to anyone, but today I want to dedicate it to someone in particular or a whole nation as a matter of fact, and that is to Palestine. And it's called Generational Ingredients. When we wake, it is an opportunity to praise, to praise the one, the only, the God above, Religion rolling off our tongues in early mornings, routine is washing under nails to opening hands for prayer, repetition of God is the greatest, never ever gets boring. Then it is time for tea with extra cinnamon and brown sugar paired with a pan of shallow fried eggs drenched in the greatness of generational ingredients like olive oil, fresh veggies picked from the gardens of abundance, Cut tomatoes like little red moons, cucumbers into green buttons, leaving the spring onions whole, wash mint leaves, spread thick yogurt onto flat plates, garnished with more olive oil. These are passed down traditions from parents to children to their children. Never ever forget the bag of fresh bread. Thank you. I I call this poem after sound. You told me that you were only schoolboys when you wandered in the wandering soul. That you still hear the crackles of rifles in Australian thunder. That you've seen how boys can shriek, then sigh in their lightning lives. You aged in the decrescendos that whisked from their mouths, gaped in the shape of mother's breasts. And now, your wrists are banded, ankles blanketed. We came here kicking and screaming. Is it too much to ask to leave on a quiet breath? Yes, your world said. It chased you into the ocean, into a camp, into a shabby shed, in a backyard, into Chester Hill, where you learned that the tear in the sky is not the ending, but a recapitulation followed by a coat of rain so violent it sizzles like static. A once-in-a-century storm fell in 2014. Do you remember that year? When Flight 370 tumbled into nothingness and tragic headlines rolled like a long illness and so you switched the channel from 9 to 99 for the last time before the lightning shot that sitcom laughter and the old box surrendered to white noise. 
What a drift from ceiling to couch, eyes to lips, seeps through the pants of trembling toddlers. Don't worry, the thunder is really the fairies banging on their drums. A lively life is loud. Even before the, sitcom, the sitcom settled like rain, you had us laughing true. So all you must do is take my hand now. Are you comfortable? Are you warm? Can you still hear me? This is no place for guilt. You sailed through waves of water and blood, ran from a ghost tape, the crying babies crying, crying through wet jungle air, all so you could sing as you danced a plastic helicopter above my cot like it was nothing. No one deserves it more than you. Leave your second life on a sigh. Don't worry. Don't wonder. We will age in your after sounds. That was Sarah, Isra, and Annabella. It's wondrous to me the way that seconds of poetry can encapsulate the decades of loss and generational trauma that comes from war and violence. From Isra's call to never ever forget the bag of fresh bread, to Annabelle observing that you can still hear the crackles of rifles in Australian thunder, I'm moved to think about the Palestinians who are keepers of generational knowledge that is currently dying with them. And then the survivor's guilt that haunts everyone from the global south who has ventured away from conflict. It's pretty powerful. Finally, you'll hear artists B, Atosh Malu, and Isaiah T. Soares. A quick heads up that there are some swears in the first poem. Sweaty, smoky bathroom. Some electro beat shit no one actually wants to listen to pulsing the walls. Girls passing drinks and lipsticks and toilet paper. Instagram usernames will be forgotten in the morning. Numbers to helplines etched into stalls alongside lopsided love hearts and fuck him. He's literally just a guy. (laughs) It is here we remember no one survives womanhood alone. There is always a drunk girl in a bathroom to hype you up, to teach you how to bend and snap or puff and laugh or choke a creep without breaking a nail. Club dance floor, strobe lights, the only place love can look like disjointed dancing with the best friend you met 20 minutes ago and do not know the name of. Overpriced drinks that taste weak as shit, not giving a fuck about your bank account or how your feet are gonna feel on the walk back to the station. Somewhere between the club and home, there is a safe haven. (laughs) Mackers. <laughs> and there isn't much a large fries can't cure. We argue the best way to reheat a pizza. 
and discover which gods we find ourselves wanting to believe in each other. This ritual, the drinking, the dancing, the inevitable dip in spirit is the only way we know how to not be afraid of our bodies and how much they can love a stranger's. Purple stamps smudged across the backs of hands. Mascara just barely on lashes. It's decided where to start the trek back to Central. And we swear it's for real this time. But then DJ got us fallen in love begins. And we go back inside for one more song. <laughs> Hey, hi guys. This poem was written because I went overseas for the first time and I fell in love with where I went. Um, there were lights and lights lighting up Rio de Janeiro in mountains for villa lights so mesmerizing. Houses pinned on top, left, right, night looked like stars and mountains, hypnotic. There were lights and lights lighting up Rio de Janeiro through skyscrapers and centros, square lights up Rio de Janeiro. Water reflections in beaches, Copacabana, Ipanema, light up Rio de Janeiro. At night, in discovery, our hostel lit up with laughter. Songs from our caparina stained mouths, cassaisha and lime, the favorite mix, we danced past each other. Towards Lapa, our Uber driver smirking, knowing the party destination. Cars lit the streets, impatient yellow taxi, taxis dump hipsy drivers halfway across the road, dodging pathways lined with vendors, marketing their gold. Chips, burgers, drinks, caprino, the favorite mix. And the night was met with samba, reggaeton, and some of the rest. No rest in Brazilian nights, just lights and lights. And beside the Lapa arches was the shrine of the spirit. Melandro, I saw it that night. The Melandro, the stylish, cunning man getting by. The Melandro, the cunning, cool man getting by. The spirit is real, I saw him. In his white suit and hat, I saw him. There were lights and lights lighting up Rio de Janeiro. In my garden, there were mountains, slayers of sovereign earth. We watered the thirsty earth, laughed and smoked on the earth, dug and ate from the earth, learned to love Mother Earth. And walking up the steps of the favela towards the screaming of the game, football, the usual game, I turned to see the view. And there were lights and lights letting up Rio de Janeiro, and mountains, favela lights so mesmerizing, houses pinned together, left, right, night looked like stars and mountains, hypnotic. <laughs> The curtains draw. Across the precipice of something or other, an image fades and swells in waves of a memory, a dream that binds us to a house. They set the scene once more. Uncle's in his room again, before we found him on the stairs. We see him through the door, laughing at something that doesn't exist anymore. He's young, he's healthy. In the middle of the house, there's a room with no roof, or it has a glass roof or it wasn't there at all. His brothers are inside talking in Dedham. I can hear, but I don't understand. Every now and then I hear Portuguese bleed through. They've pieced this together, what was. Lost across time and carried through stories. In the kitchen, his sisters have something to say, and they will argue 
as their sons will argue. Their sons who look like him, the one we found on the stairs. His brothers start to sing. The songs of their homeland were taken, so they'll sing UB40 instead. And I hear the song. Then the chorus repeats. Every bonfire and talk around the coffee table, where our mother tongue slips in and out of the room. The curtain draws again. Where they turn from myth to stone, where we find him again and again. While they find more and more, collecting pieces of themselves lost in the haze of time, I have but one singular decrepit thought. You don't belong here. Thank you. That was B, Atosh, and Isaiah. I am so enthralled with how each of these three conveyed connection in such unique and rich ways through their work. What a triumph. Thank you to Story Factory and congratulations to the truly wonderful storytellers published in Platform. find even more writings from young artists and get involved with Story Factory programs at www.storyfactory.org.au. All the best would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we make these stories and pay our respects to elders past and present. All the Best is made at FBI Radio on Gadigal Land, in association with SIN and 3RRR on Wurundjeri Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung lands, and 8CCC on Arunde and Waramungu lands. The All the Best editorial manager is Mel Chun, and Phoebe Adler-Ryan is our production manager. Our social media producer is Isabella Lee. Patrick McKenzie is our community coordinator. Shining Bird composed our theme music and Annie Hamilton designed the artwork. We're heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network and were made possible by the Art Gallery of New South Wales and the Community Broadcasting Foundation. You can find our full archive of more than 500 episodes at allthebestradio.com. I'm Madhura Prakash. Thanks for listening.